right, we've survived to the second half so far here on Main Street Sports today. As coming up, we'll be joined by Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders. So uh, he is standing by in just a moment. Also, this day in Braves history, as always, our daily reports throughout the Major League Baseball season. And it's Top 5 Tuesday, Best Sports Tournaments. Yes. So Best Sports Tournaments. That means there has to be brackets. Over to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, and the... Tweaking of the rules, Chris Yao, Sundrop kid from Alabama. No, I never tweaked the a rules. bracket, Chris. There has to be a bracket. I, I don't. I'm, I've never tweaked the rules. Mm-hmm. Yep. Never. What? Not me. Oh, Char Talk. <laughs> I'll have to ask Chip his favorite uh, sports tournament. We should. I bet he's got a couple. We are back in action today in Atlanta. In Marietta, Smyrna, Cumberland, Cumberland. I don't, I don't know where they are. No. The- I, I asked Paul Newberry of the Associated Press, who covers the Braves on a regular basis, what dateline he uses, and he said Atlanta. So it's metro, metro area. I mean, it's not Fulton County, but you know, I, I mean, I guess they take liberties with that. Oh, sir. I, I mean, I, I would say that you know, Franklin is. Metro is 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 part of Metro Nashville. I think Franklin would have an issue if you sure, put uh, but, a Nashville <laughs> Dateline on an event that took place in Franklin. Yeah, they probably would. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're it's interesting. Well, at what point do you not go? It's called the Atlanta Braves. So, wouldn't you just go with the team that is? I mean, the name of the city. I well, here's what's funny though. Of course, you got some statewide things, so therefore the datelines don't necessarily work for that. So, looking at Wikipedia, mm-hmm. um, Truist Park's address is 755 Battery Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, but it says Stadium in Cobb County, Georgia. Well, parts of Cobb are part of Metro Atlanta. There are four counties that make up Metro Atlanta. There's sure. Cobb, Fulton, DeKalb. Uh, no, no, North and South Ful- uh, Fulton, or uh, uh, no, Forsyth, I think. Maybe is there a Forsyth in there? I think four, there may be three. Every time I hear Forsyth, all, all I can think about is driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> Why didn't you turn on Forsyth Street? I've been going to the Piggly Wiggly since they oh, opened, and I Lord. always turn on Forsyth Street. Yonder the Piggly Wiggly, Miss Daisy. <laughs> That's my favorite part of the movie. She she just made a random turn for no reason in the whole her whole life. She'd be going to the Piggly Wiggly, could have just kept going straight. Instead, she turned on Forsyth Street. <laughs> All right. This uh, dude. I, I've got, you know, again, our official uh Wikipedia, whatever. The the state the official tourism website of the state of Georgia features a Metro Atlanta tourism region. Fulton, DeCab, Gwinnett, Cobb, Clayton, Douglas, Fayette, and Jeez. Henry counties. Now that is the greater for the tourism. Uh, let's see what the Metropolitan does. I don't uh, know. I mean, there are... I just don't know that you can call all of that Atlanta, though. Well, I, I mean, it's a, it's a lot of folks who live in Spring Hill that live in Nashville. So, <laughs> But they're not putting Nashville on an, on an article. No, I'm just saying that... Yeah, well, sure. I mean... If I if I go on a cruise and somebody asks me where I'm from, I'm I'm saying Nashville because I don't know if they're from, you know, Des, Des Moines, Iowa, or if they're from Lynchburg, like somebody I ran into a few weeks ago. 
Well, so, it's, it's funny you say that because I, I was actually tagged in a post not too long ago on Facebook where someone said, you know, where are you from? And the answer that was given in the, the, the post and, you know, was, yeah, I, I'm from Franklin, Brentwood. And well, where is that? You know, it's right. You know, it's near Spring Hill and in mm-hmm. that area. Where is that? Where's I, I live in Nashville. Reba McIntyre is my mother. Garth Brooks is my dad. Like <laughs> I live at Tootsie's. It's easier like, to tell people you're from Nashville and <laughs> yeah. then go out than go it is there. to tell people you're from Franklin and and make them know. Oh so, yeah, there, there's there's no question. I've been fighting that battle for. <laughs> Just give that time. up. Yeah, give that up. I'm you from Nashville. I'm from Nashville. But yeah, it's interesting. I, I, wherever they are, they're going to be playing a baseball game tonight against the <laughs> Oakland Athletics, and Ronald Acuna Jr. will lead off and hit the leadoff spot playing right field. He'll be followed by Dansby Swanson at shortstop, Austin Riley at third base. The entire infield is hitting in a row. Uh, Dansby Swanson at shortstop, Riley at third, Olsen at First batting cleanup, Ozzy will hit fifth at second base. And then you get Marcelo Zuna at DH and William Contreras at catcher. Duvall in left, Michael Harris the second in center field. And I hope Kyle Wright's not a stopper tonight. I hope he's a continuer. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's let's not stop anything tonight, Kyle. Yeah, Braves 28 and 27. Over 500. Over 500 for the first time, right? For the, no, did they get over they 500? Were over five hundred before? Okay, uh, like in the first two lost. or three games. Yeah, I guess it was. I guess they. Yeah, okay. they, they lost a bunch after that. The athletics, meanwhile, coming in at twenty and thirty six. That so, doesn't seem good. With all due respect to Mister Hashtag Kempin ain't easy. Let's hope that these next couple of games ain't easy for the athletics. <laughs> Well done. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is, again, we've said this so many times, that this is a chance for the Braves to take advantage. Hopefully they're able to do so. Uh, Oakland will probably be shell-shocked by the uh, <laughs> fifth largest crowds in, the, in Major League Baseball. By actually seeing people in the stands. Uh, yeah. What is this? <laughs> How does this happen? <laughs> People come to y'all's games? <laughs> right. Maybe that's what Matt's problem was early on. He was he just very had to confused. get used to people in the stands. That's oh. what it was. He's very okay. confused. Oh, cool. This is, this oh. is a real it, it does happen. <laughs> it does, in fact. <laughs> Tell us what happened this day in Braves history, man. Um goodness. On um, um you know, we've had some bad days in Braves history just in terms of what there was what the offerings were. I had three things to choose from today. This was what I went with, but and I'm not sure if it's the best pick. Two hits were all they got, but two hits were all the Braves needed as Alex Gonzalez's solo home run in the fourth inning was enough for a one nothing victory over Brad Hand and oh, the Marlins. This was um, June 7, 2011. Uh, Hand was the hard luck loser working six innings in his MLB debut. Really? Yeah. Huh. With Tommy Hansen. Picking up the win. Rest in peace. Yes. Yes. <laughs> For the Braves. There was also something about Brian Jordan throwing a kid out at first base from right field. Hey, go BJ. Yeah. Yeah. So. Go BJ. That's my BJ. Hashed, um at two sports star. 
right? Two Sports Man. Two Sports Man, yeah. Yeah. On Twitter. All right. We don't have two sports from Chip Walters, but he's, well, he is a two sport man. He's got basketball and football, so. Chip's a multi sport man. That's right. He he can do it all. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to him. Chip Walters coming back on the other side. I'm sure he'll have some thoughts on the College Football Hall of Fame and tell us about how Saturday went Mm -hmm. over at Dean A. Hayes Stadium. So, looking forward to it. Come back with us on Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Be back after this. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports Today. Every show, Mo Patton and I welcome friends from all across the sports landscape, from high school coaches and reporters to national, college, and pro sports personalities. You never know who might stop by for a chat. AP Tennessee Sports Editor, three-time Tennessee Sports Writer of the Year 2020 TSWA Hall of Famer. She covers the Titans, the Predators, the Grizzlies, college football, and hoops. Please make welcome, Teresa Wall. Former University of Tennessee, former Team USA Olympian, XI Young Award winner, Ari Dickey. Ari, did I miss anything? Man, that was sweet. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to that before I go to bed every night. That was nice. Has five sports Emmys. That's not bad for the other guy in Wham. Ryan <laughs> <laughs> other guy Wham married the best looking girl banana rama. So other guy Wham had pretty good life. From preps to pros, we're taking on the sports topics you care about. Tune in across Main Street Media social platforms at 2 p.m. or on demand on your podcast distribution platform of choice. That that wasn't on purpose. He, no, it was not on purpose. This is Chris Yao with Main Street Sports. Yeah, I, I, you never I'm know sure who's going to stop by for a chat. Surely he didn't just run the same <laughs> spot back to back. I, mean, I was I, very confused. I know things are... I wasn't ready. A little ragged around here, but... <laughs> I, 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 there it is. Well, you got to remember, you know... He's got a lot going on. Well, he completely has shifted his focus. So, it's weird. I can see JP now. I have to look through a monitor. It's interesting. And I can see Mo now, too. Oh, that's crazy. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know who else we can see on video? Chip Walters. The voice of the Blue Raiders joining us, as he does each and every Tuesday. Chip, what is going on, my friend? Uh, Waiting for some more rain, I guess. You guys... Uh... <laughs> Some come through Columbia, the in Columbia today. I was not seeing any yet. It did actually. The sun. Okay. This, this morning, morning it was, oh, okay. it was raining well, pretty hard. I, I wasn't here, so if it, if I wasn't here, then I wasn't affected by it. <laughs> um, I, I had to I had to come to the dimple yesterday for a, a short visit and caught a little hailstorm on eight forty, but uh, hope fortunately no no dimples on my car <laughs> after that. So that was that was a good thing. Well done. Nice. Nice. JP. <laughs> JP. Yeah, I've got a different card in here, but what I can give him is an applause. Okay. All I don't right. have the I don't have the bell dings. What? Uh, yeah. Okay. Um we'll take that though. Yeah. <laughs> Chip, we we talked yesterday about the National Football Foundation slash um college football hall of fame ballot that went out. Um, for yeah. this year's class yesterday, yeah, yesterday, and 
in the among the divisional athletes are three beloved Blue Raider players, former players, and and a former coach. And I think Joe Campbell's been on this ballot for for a while. Um, and I imagine, given when he played, Don Griffin has been as well. I'm not sure about Steve McAdoo. But, um, I think he's he's been on there for a while. I think Joe Campbell uh, nominates himself, but you know, <laughs> no, 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 no. We, well I'm gonna tell you what. If, the, if there's an, if there's an opportunity to give Joe a hard time, we'll take it. Well, you better so, take it because he, he con- will dish it back out. Oh, yeah. without question. But uh, he nominated himself dur- during his career because. He he you led sure he led MTSU in rushing all four years of his career. He was a three-time All OVC collect, uh, selection, OVC Player of the Year as a junior, two-time. So he was first-team All-American in '90 and '91. He was OVC Player of the Year in '90. I wonder who the Player of the Year was in '91. But at any rate, a stellar, stellar career for um for the Stratford High School graduate um. And and like you said, he's he's on here again, whether he nominated himself or what. But um, but, uh, it, it's <laughs> but just uh, you look at those, yeah, you look at those three: Don Griffin, Steve McAdoo, and uh, Joe Campbell, all members of the Blue Raider Hall of Fame already, um, and just outstanding football players. Uh, and 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 Coach Bubba Murphy, you know, you he, he was so good for so long, uh, as you know, he, he's. There are two guys who have been, who have played football at middle, have been the head coach at middle and have been athletic director at middle and coach. And one, one of them is, is Bubba Murphy. The other is Boots Donnelly and Boots is in the college football hall of fame. And, and, uh, and, and coach uh, Bubba Murphy, he, he certainly deserves, you know, obviously time is an enemy for him uh, because of when his career fell, but all of those guys are very deserving. John, uh, Don Griffin's got a handful of Super Bowl rings. Um, Steve McAdoo, still coaching, uh, had a great career in the Canadian Football League uh, after after playing at Middle, and uh, and Joe Campbell. Uh, Joe is Joe. I mean, he he put on a show wherever he put you know put a uniform on, whether it was. Uh, in college, or uh, I think he played a little arena football for mm-hmm. a while, and and um, and so you know he he is uh, he he is uh, he w- Joe was one of those guys who was he was worth the price of admission himself just by the way he played. So it's a super honor when you think about as many players and coaches that are out there from across the country to be on that nomination list. And, and uh, I really appreciate you bringing it up because hopefully for folks who have the opportunity to vote that, uh, that they can, uh, you know, it brings a little more attention to those guys. Absolutely. If you want to give yourself a treat, if you're an MTSU fan, um, go to YouTube and, and type in Joe Campbell, Florida state. Because um, <laughs> he he scored a touchdown down in Tallahassee and gave them the tomahawk chop and it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Worth it, it. yeah, yeah. You talk about you know it was and that was you know you, 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 when you have great you know you talk about great batteries in 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 baseball you know you pitcher catcher duos you know when you think about the years where was uh, the quarterback and Joe Campbell, the running back, to go along with some pretty good receivers and 
and uh, and and a, and a really good offensive line. That was, you know, that was a great combination when you had with Holcomb and Campbell together, and uh, they they won a lot of football games in a short amount of time. They really did. And Joe tells a story. I don't know if he tells it publicly or just to his friends, but um, talks about going to the NFL Combine after he got done, and he's got on his MTSU gear, and and somebody from Florida State. <laughs> recognized him and and said dude you guys hit us harder than anybody we played how did y'all not win a national championship you know so um that was those were some great times for mtsu football and and like you said kelly holcomb and and joe campbell right out in front of all of that um yeah they were they were the marquee guys and uh and uh, and 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 you will recognize this. They they were able to stay in the buggy when the horse reared up, and uh, and uh, they they were they were outstanding. And both proud to say both are good friends of mine. Well, yeah, you know we were we looked at that ballot and thought maybe we should get Chip's take because he'll know. Of course, Mo knows because he was there. About the same times. Chip and I were there at about so. the same time. Chip got there a little bit before me, but we were we we were there. So and you know, the history of MTSU is rich athletically, but none richer than the track and field history. And so Saturday, as you emceed the memorial service for Dean Hayes at his stadium, how did how did that go? What what was that like? Well, first of all, uh, it was such a, a high honor to be asked by his family to uh, be the master of ceremonies for that event. But, you know, I, I, I talked in my opening remarks, I talked about how Dean Hayes was a, a guy who could walk through his hometown almost anonymously, but was revered around the world uh and was a celebrity around the world in, in the track and field world. And, but it was, it was really, really good. I mean, the, uh, first of all, we had perfect weather outside. Absolutely could not have been any better. Uh, you had just an, a ton of former track athletes came back, uh, you know, guys who, who, who ran for him in the sixties all the way, you know, to, to Marty Scales and and Christian Incia, uh, all the way up through Dana Boone, who was the first ever paid assistant coach, all the way to John Ampoma, who was the uh, he was a, a great uh, javelin thrower, uh, and 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 he was also the team captain of the Ghana national team in um, in in Rio. So I mean, it started with all of that. Did you had uh, several hundred former athletes that were there. And then you had the stands packed at Dean Hayes track and soccer stadium with so many friends and, and uh, folks here locally as well. And the, the lineup of, of speakers included Tommy Haynes, who was, you know, one of Dean's very first all Americans, um, you know, uh, Dana Boone, who I mentioned, she, she spoke, John Am Ampoma spoke, and they kind of represented three different eras of Dean's career. Then you had, uh, coaches, uh, you had, um, 
the two, Keith Roman, who's the interim head coach and cross-country head coach, Raymond Bonner, who uh, came to middle as a football player from Franklin County and was part of the mod squad defensive backfield, but got into track and uh, since 2013 has been back as an assistant coach. Uh, Ray B is back on uh, Ray B is back on campus. Oh yeah, he's since 2013. He's been back nine years oh, and uh, been been part of the track program. And uh, you had, uh, uh, of course, Doctor Sidney McPhee uh, had great remarks. Chris Massaro really, um, he had some of the best remarks I've ever heard him make uh, at, at any public event. And and he kind of put in perspective Dean's career from an award standpoint. That I forgot what the number was, but if you put them. Uh, if you put each award one meter apart, that it would have, it would have gone around the track more than twice. So over 800 uh, awards in his career, hall of fames, all of that, you know, talked about champions. He kind of put all that into one and, and, and then the two daughters, uh, Aaron and uh, Kara Hayes spoke and they, they, they talked about different things. Aaron talked about tagging along with dad to track meets all around the world. Aaron uh, really focused her remarks on his love of animals and, and, uh, and their family time and, and all of that. So it was, it, it you know, it was funny. It lasted, it started at four 30 and we got done about six 30 and I had so many people walk up and say, man, I looked at my watch when it was over. It sure didn't seem like two hours. That was great. So, <laughs> Um, it was, you know, it was very fitting. I think, uh, there, there were, there were a ton of laughs, but there were also, also tears because we miss Dean every day. It's, uh, it's not the same without him in that hallway up there in that office. Um, but we've got memories and, and for people to be able to come together and share all of those was something very special. And in addition to the, they had a reception afterwards. And in, in addition to the regular food line, they had one, what was called Dean's favorites, because as, as you know, Dean, um, uh, he, uh, ate to live. He did not live to eat. He was not, he didn't eat a lot of food, but he, he stowed stuff away, but he always had Twinkies. Heath bars and Kool-Aid around. So they had a table where you could get Dean's <laughs> favorites and he, he called the Kool-Aid called it bug juice, but, uh, but it, it was just, it was, it was just super. And, and for anybody who wanted to go back and take a look at it, it's on the Blue Raider athletics, YouTube channel. And, uh, you can go back and watch, pick out stuff that you might want to see. It was, uh, it, 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 it really was the event that I think we all hoped it would be, uh, to celebrate the life of uh, just an incredible human. Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, with us here on Main Street Sports today. Um, Let's ask him. What are we asking him? His top. Oh, oh. Chip, our next segment is Top 5 Tuesday, as it is every Tuesday. And this week's topic is Top 5 Tournaments, which is you know, any, any sporting event that involves a bracket, there must be a bracket involved for it to, you know, by our standards, be a tournament. What's your favorite tournament? Not specific, just the. A general the, tournament. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, the world series of poker. No, uh, but, but uh, no, I'm going to, I, you know, you, uh, to me, I've got to go, I've got to go with, uh, with the NCAA basketball tournament. I mean, it, it's, it's to me is the ultimate bracket 
uh, tournament, uh, you know, I, I think about, you know, I remember when I was probably a teenager and you may remember this, there was the, uh, the article, there was an article in sports illustrated that, um, that talked about the, what was then called the bookstore basketball tournament at, at Notre Dame. It was, um, uh, you know, it, it was like one of the old, it was such a huge event on campus. And, and I don't know why that always stuck in my mind whenever I saw intramural tournaments and mm -hmm. things like that, but it was just a three on three tournament, uh, that had the teams had crazy names. Uh, and, and, you know, but that came to mind, but, uh, you know, the, it, it, to me, it, it is hard to beat a, because the, it, it is it is a true bracketed tournament, uh, and outside of the outside of the the uh, the uh, the first or the initial round, the first four um, in Dayton. Uh, I mean, there's no there's no buys. There's no you know coming back through the losers bracket. I mean, it's it's winner go home. And and to me, that's the, you know the month of March and into early April is, is just super special because of that. There you go. I, it's it, hard to argue. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Chip, we appreciate it as always, man. We look forward to talking to you next time and uh, good luck with uh, the summer. I know it's always fun. So it, it is. And, and one other thing, uh, it, even as we speak here on June the 7th, uh, Blue Raider Athletics for the 21-22 school year will finally come to a close this weekend with five athletes uh, in seven different events at the NCAA Outdoors out in Eugene, Oregon. Hopefully they'll get good weather for that. Um, I don't know what the weather so. is like in June in Eugene. I mean, it's the Pacific Northwest. I would anticipate rain. <laughs> maybe not so um but yeah i mean eugene has hosted it an awful lot of times so yeah. uh hopefully they'll get it all in all right sounds good well we'll have something to talk to you about next tuesday then there we go well uh i'm sorry jp and i will have something yeah, to I talk to you about next tuesday somebody's some I, I guess i can't cast too many stones but somebody's going yeah, to you were the first yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll be third as well, actually, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. Chip Walter, the yeah. voice of the Blue Raiders, with us here on Main Street Sports today. Chip, see you next Tuesday. See you guys. All right. It is Top 5 Tuesday. It's coming your way right after this. Stick around. Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint after this. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. <laughs> 
Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, a look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. A game without a crowd is just a scrimmage. A performance without an audience is just a rehearsal. Without your presence, high school sports and the performing arts aren't possible. Ensure that these essential extracurricular activities continue to enrich the lives of students in Tennessee. Purchase a ticket to your local high school's game or performance. This message presented by the TSSAA. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. All right, welcome back in Main Street Sports today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Final segment of this Tuesday is Top 5 Tuesday. It's brought to you by our friends at Mid-South 5 Fitness. Mid-South 5 Fitness with two great locations, one in Columbia, the other in Franklin. Making sure to take care of you and all of your fitness needs. Call Phallus Steel and the gang. Steelathletes.com. That's S-T-E-E-L athletes.com. And follow them on Instagram at Steelathletes. Here we go. We start with the Top 5 tournaments sports tournaments if it's got a bracket it's eligible so here we go i will start it's no longer a tournament but when it started and for a very long time it was and i wish it still were because the old ufc was awesome like when you had to win three matches in one day to win the or four matches in one day to win the, the UFC to be the ultimate fighter, that a lot of fighting was cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Hoist Gracie, none better, obviously, than the goat. But man, I, I it it would be cool to see some of those UFC guys nowadays have to go through what those guys went through in the beginning. Can't imagine doing that in a tournament style. I mean, it, it when, when you're participating, when the losing competitor is knocked out or taps out, that's and then you get to go do it again if you won. That's the ultimate survive and advance, right? Yes, yeah, so it's a hundred literally, huh? Yeah. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Oh me! The crazy thing is that Hoist Gracie only fought for a little over five minutes in those three matches that he had to win. Efficient, (laughs) no question there. So there you go. My 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 number five is the old UFC. Hmm. Mo, my number five. Um. Does the college football playoff qualify as a tournament? There's a bracket. Yep. There we go. Yep. That's my number five. Yeah. All right. 
it's, it's a terrible bracket. Should be more than four teams. Well, but hey. as it stands, it is what it, it is. is. It, it is, that's, and that's, yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, JP number five. We're holding off honorable mentions till the end. Is that yes. what we do? Okay. Uh, it, a little preface on how I selected mine and ranked them. Actually, is based on. Look, we're just glad you did select yes. some and rank them, yeah. and you have more than three. Yeah. <laughs> Well, considering <laughs> considering I brought up the topic, I figured you I should probably fill it you out. should probably participate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, oh, good call. Uh, I kind of went by the tournaments that I'm kind of most geeked out about, the ones that I enjoy. Right. Well, these aren't necessarily what I think the best tournaments in the world are. These are the ones that I enjoy. Yeah, this is a favorite. It's your top five. It's a favorite. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's he's, it. He's already come up with a, an extra one. An, an extra one on. Uh, Honorable mention. All right, number five, uh, Olympic hockey. I've never seen an Olympic hockey. I love tournament. Olympic hockey. I mean, in the t- in, uh, it's something about it. I don't know. He's different. Hey, there's that. No. <laughs> cool. Hey, if we all like the same thing, it'd get pretty boring, mm-hmm. right? Wouldn't it? So, yeah. Wouldn't it? What's your number four? The NCAA basketball tournament. March wow. Madness. Four. Talk about being different. This guy. After the first weekend, I'm much less interested. Are you? Because <laughs> you see it's usually <laughs> out. Yeah, because Tennessee's gone. Yeah. Um, well, <laughs> MTSU is typically gone as well. So, but yeah, March Madness. That's my number four. Is number four. Wow. Okay. All right. Number four for me, NCAA baseball, Road to Omaha. The, the first weekend of watching what they call now squeeze play, it's had different names, but where they go around and you see it's uh, the red zone channel. Yeah, it's the red zone, baseball. their red zone channel. Uh, I, I just think it's fascinating, especially this year. What we've seen, I don't think it's that dramatically different than any other year. But no lead is safe. It was as we talked with Chris Lee earlier this week, and it's just fun to watch because with that aluminum bat, you're never out of it, right? No question. It's it's just been been amazing so that's my number four that's your number four Mm -hmm. number three is the women's college world series i've said it so many times it is a bucket list item i love watching it because it's those well i guess like the college world series it's you know the two double elim brackets and then you got the championship series so it's a lot of fun so the world series itself in okc that's yes that's what you're saying not the whole tournament yes Yes. um my number four Four, my number three. My number three is also the women's college well, world series. All right then. That's, that's <laughs> Sorry. Kind of nuts. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I you mean, didn't get your notes mixed up there, did you? Yeah, yeah. I have. I, it's the one time of year that I really get to pay attention yeah. to college softball because it's really tough to find during the regular season, and and it's the best of the best, and. I'd love to go to Oklahoma City myself. I mean, the atmosphere out there just seems to be really. Maybe really we just fantastic. next year we just we just up and go. We we plan and do our show from Oklahoma City, baby. There you go. There we go. Let's like do it. That. All right. See if Marion can join us. There you go. Um, I like it. Speak, All right. Speaking of uh, now that there's time, we in, in places that we should be doing our show from, we should look <laughs> to see if uh, Greg Sankey is available to. Or Chuck Dunlap mm. is available. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah. anyway, JP number three, number three, uh, World Cup. Ooh, 
Uh, see, soccer. Soccer. Weird, so. he's, he's different. Oh. He, he is. He is. He he's is. different. Totally yeah, okay. He's different. It's totally the world's most popular event. <laughs> it's it's okay. <laughs> it's soccer. Yeah, come on, man. Where's your, where's your country spirit? Your team? Your country pride? All right. Here, here, here we go. I'm... All right, number two. Don't, don't, bring, don't, don't bring cornhole at me. Please don't be Moe's number two. The NFL playoffs. I mean, you can't not love the Saturday-Sunday first round. It is fun. It's a good weekend. It is fantastic. And then, of course, I mean, even if the Titans aren't in it, like, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching the NFL playoffs no matter what. I think the first round in particular, that first weekend, really yeah. hard weekend. Yeah. It, it is not my number two. Ah, thank goodness. Yeah. No, my number two is the SEC baseball tournament. Ooh, okay. I mean, for a week, it, it is. If, if you get if you get the chance to go to Hoover from start to finish, it's fantastic. If you get the chance to go to Hoover on Sunday for the championship, it's going to be fantastic. I mean, and I did, and it was awesome. Just just look at this super regional. I, I mean, had to walk like two miles to get to the stadium. Well, that's <laughs> because you didn't have a pass. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. Yeah. It, it, parking it oh, was, yeah. was tough. Yeah, we're, we are hardly the only ones that recognize the significance of the SEC baseball tournament. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there, that, there's a list, places to broadcast, check. That's on that's there. there. That's on there. That's on there. 100%. Yeah. And that's uh, – The problem is that it's always the same week as spring fling. true. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That is the biggest issue yep. of it. Uh, all right, uh, we're down to number two, right? Number two. You're number, you're number two. Uh, very few things excite me in the sporting world than um, a New Year's Day college football playoff. There you go. At a cabin somewhere in the mountains with a roaring fire, a hot grill with a big fat ribeye steak. Well, you won't get it this year yes. because stupid be on, NFL. Yeah. It'll be on, uh, on New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, yeah. That's unfortunate. Love the college football play, though. And, and hopefully when, as it expands, it will only get better. To me, there is no better playoff period in any sport than the Stanley Cup playoffs. It, it, it doesn't matter what teams you're watching. I think it's the hardest to win. It's it, The physicality mm-hmm. from start to finish, seven-game series in all of the rounds – you have to really, really be a good hockey team to win that thing, and and it just goes, you know, it, it's it's impossible to to watch that and not be like, man, this is exhilarating from start to finish. Every game, the physicality is fantastic. I love it. My number one is the um, College World Series. Had a chance to go back in 95 and definitely on my bucket list to go back again and it's one of those deals where like you said it doesn't matter if you've actually got a dog in the hunt or not just just go just go and watch uh, the best baseball that that level has to offer and it's it's fun all right my number one um i wanted to avoid the obvious but i just couldn't mm-hmm. march madness um the the excitement building up to that to that first round filling out the brackets it's always around you know st patrick's day which is a great holiday when when it falls on thursday like it did this year it's just a fantastic event and you know it's it's hard to get away from that as as the the best tournament in my opinion so my biggest honorable mention is kind of 
Well, it's kind of weird just because it's not just one tournament. It's six tournaments this past year. But high school softball at Spring Fling, you've got five or six fields going at one time, and you hear the cheers from one from one field. The action at the sportsplex is just everything that, and, and just any softball tournament can be exhilarating. But the way that Spring Fling, obviously, when you've got those those complexes mm-hmm. where there are several fields going, it it just there the energy in the in the place is fantastic. And here's the thing: is even when teams are losing and, and you know, if they're eliminated, there's it's kind of like cross country, where everybody's a fan of everybody. Kind of mm-hmm. at, at some point, you know, they're, great job. They're always congratulating, always telling them what you know. Because to be one of the those teams to get to the spring fling is fantastic. So, I love watching that stuff. Uh, my honorable mention, and maybe it should have been on my top five. I don't know, but high school wrestling tournament. And because you talk about that energy and energy. you talk about very, that very similar everybody rooting for everybody yep. except for that six minutes that guys are going against each other i mean yep. the wrestling community the way they get behind each other and that kind of thing it's just it's it's fun uh, and to put those mats on a stage it's not a, a true stage but they create it and present it like it is on a stage mm-hmm. and that's that's a pretty cool thing i got to see that first for the first time this year at uh at, at the Ag, Ag, Ag Expo. Expo. Yeah. Um, for me, a couple honorable mentions. Stanley Cup, yes. NFL playoffs, yes. Wimbledon, you mentioned that yesterday. I'm surprised you didn't mention that today. Uh, but the one I wrote down as we got started, curling in the Olympics. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I like curling just because it's fun to watch. Yeah. The Australian Open in tennis, to me, is better because it's one of those events that if you stay up late enough, mm-hmm. you can watch it. <laughs> so sometimes, yeah. sometimes I'll be up randomly at you know one thirty in the morning, and boom, like an Australian Open match has just started because it's you know one o'clock in the afternoon there. Yeah. So it's just, but it it is interesting, and 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 it's one of those things that I, I kind of keep up with just because it's it's done at a unique time for us. So you kind of. Certainly is. You get you get weird updates from it at six forty in the morning. So anyway, that's the that's the intrigue to the British Open too. I think for for me as a golf fan, although it's not true tournament, but super yeah. early and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. that's already happening. Heck, they're done for the day. <laughs> right. So anyway, are to, we are we going to mention what you mentioned off air? What's that? I, I guess we are because I don't know what you're talking about. I forgot. At Angels. Oh, on Twitter. The Angels have relieved Joe Madden of his duties as Angels manager today. Source. Phil Nevin, former Detroit Tigers manager, Phil Nevin has been named interim manager. That's, um, again, tweeted by the Angels. Madden was 130 and 148 with no playoff appearances in three seasons with the team and obviously was in the middle of his fourth season and will still not have a playoff appearance because he's gone. (laughs) What are they? I knew they were bad. You said they lost their last 12? Yes, 12 in a row. Hmm. As somebody pointed out here, hey, it's not Joe Madden's fault that he lost 12 games in a row, yelled at a reporter, and can't win with two of the best players to ever live. How do you lose 12 straight with Trout and and Otani? Otani got rocked in his last outing. So, 
I don't know. We're, who we got tomorrow? And, and who do we have tomorrow? It, uh, have you're supposed to have Heather Williams, Heather Williams and Wes Rucker. That's right. We'll Hank. talk about Rock and Hank. Rock and Hank. Rock and Randall, baby. <laughs> You'll want to stay tuned. <laughs> Come back tomorrow. Wes, Wes Rucker co- joins us at 3 o'clock tomorrow, and you will you want to hear this segment. <laughs> we'll see you then. Have a great day.